What's up? Welcome back to Guitar Blah Blah, the daily podcast for people that just can't shop about guitar. If you love all things guitar gear and guitar music and everything like that, then this is the place for you. Also, go check out Axes and Blades across Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and wherever else you get your awesome guitar-related content. Here's just a quick thought for today. We get a ton of information when we are checking out a guitar on all the components, what goes in there, this, that, and the other, depending on which site you're looking at or guitar from whatever builder you're looking at. You might get varying amounts of information. You might even get down to what kinds of capacitors and stuff go in there, all of that good stuff. And I think that it would be really useful if we got more information about the fret wire that's on our guitars. Because usually all you get is you get frets that are stainless steel. You'll be told when it's stainless steel frets, and if it doesn't say anything, you can assume that it's the standard nickel-silver frets, as it's called, which is a combination of all sorts of nickel and copper and zinc and a whole bunch of other stuff usually, and no silver as far as I understand it, but we call it nickel-silver. So that's the standard, right? That's what you standardly get on uh, guitar frets. And if it's going to be anything else, by which I mean, right, stainless steel, then it's going to tell you because that's an upgrade. That's an upgrade specs. And obviously we're seeing lots of guitars with stainless steel frets these days. But something that I really wasn't aware of, but it does make total sense, but I just wasn't aware of because I don't know anything about anything. Until recently, I wasn't aware of this anyway, was the fact that there's a huge amount of variation in the quality of nickel silver that you will get in guitar frets. And that's something that's that I learned, but that's also becoming apparent to me anyway through a bunch of different guitars I have as they age over time, and some of them reasonably new. And it's an experience that I've had where I play my guitars roughly an even amount, I restring them an even amount, I take care of them, I actually take pretty good care um, to, you know, wipe down my guitars after use and, and condition the fretboard an appropriate amount but not too much not too little i do all that stuff and i started to notice that on inexpensive guitars the variation is enormous so it's not like all of them have obviously really terrible fret material but some of them it seems to be nickel silver frets of the standard of a much more expensive guitar with nickel silver as far as i can tell from my experience which i guess is the most important thing in the end what's your actual experience because I've got guitars where the frets don't really age. They don't need a refret. They don't need a whole lot of extra, you know, attention. I don't need to consider getting some fret work done after X amount of time. And that seems to be the case with some inexpensive guitars that I have, that I have had, that I play. And then with others, it's like you've barely even gotten to play in them, it seems like. And you're noticing kind of divots or really severe discoloration on the frets, which isn't going to come out just through, you know, your your conditioning or your polishing or, or any standard stuff. You're going to have to really get in and maybe crown the level or even pull some of the frets out. And I have noticed with some guitars that happens really early on, and I'm talking about guitars that are comparable price points. So you might have two guitars from different brands or a different series or from different years, but they have... Uh, you know, a price tag of let's say three hundred bucks. They're both around three hundred bucks. Similar specs, otherwise they both say nickel silver frets. So we assume it's basically the same material. Because even if we know there's different levels of quality nickel silver, you see the price and you're like, right, well that's probably going to have roughly the same quality. 
and then you play the guitars even amounts and one just seems to be normal you know no wear and tear that's really noticeable over anything normal and then the other you're barely into starting playing it and you're noticing that some of the frets are really a bit of a mess and they wear really quickly and yeah because of the relatively controlled environment in which i'm aware of how much guitar how much time i'm putting into each guitar and the fact that it's still my hands and the fact that i always wipe down my guitars and stuff like that means to me clearly it's just that some guitars are made with really low quality nickel silver even at the exact same price point as a guitar which is made with a average or decent quality nickel silver so that got me thinking about we're really spec obsessed as guitarists and we want to know all this stuff we you know we're like i say we'll even want to know what kind of capacitance stuff are in there or what kind of output jack and stuff does it have you know we're we're kind of into knowing all that stuff um so it seems like a logical next step to me that this is something which could be talked more about be more available as information that we could access when we're looking to buy certain guitars and something that we could become more knowledgeable about because it does make a huge difference and in my experience it makes a bigger difference than simply whether a guitar has nickel silver frets or stainless steel frets now stainless steel frets that's a big upgrade i'm not suggesting we don't have that information there's lots of reasons why that makes a big difference but the biggest difference of it is in the long run i know as people say that they they hear a tonal difference that's really obvious to them and so obviously it's important that they know what kind of fret are on a guitar makes perfect sense right uh i know there's people that say they prefer the feel of one or the other and they're definitely to me is a feel difference between stainless steel frets and nickel silver frets but i think we can say that generally speaking that the big 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 difference is that you got stainless steel frets the main reason that's seen as an upgrade is because yeah whether you hear the tonal thing or not whether you feel the difference that much or not whether you say yeah okay stainless steel frets a bit smoother but if i take really good care of my other frets or use fast fret or whatever on my nickel silver frets it's kind of the same deal i think we can all come to agree that the real big difference in there the big thing is hey you're never going to need to deal with any problems with these frets probably if they're stainless steel these things are going to last you forever that's the idea that's the big upgrade really and the other things are just other things to consider that you might hear a tonal difference there's a feel difference that you may or may not like um and then those are the things to consider but the big main deal up front is hey these things are going to last forever right with stainless steel great but i think it would be at least as important if norm if not more important to let me know the quality of nickel silver that i'm getting and for us as guitarists to become educated on that because within i'm talking about when you're buying some inexpensive guitars within six to eight months you're you're seeing a difference if you've ever had a guitar where you're like the frets on it were just a mess i don't know what happened there uh you know they were fine when i bought it and within six months they were a mess that's going to be because it was low-grade nickel silver and again you might buy a guitar at 500 bucks and that's not information that's disclosed. So that might be one of the ways that they got the price down to get a guitar to cost 500 bucks rather than 700 was, oh yeah, it came with, you know, Duncan Designer, Seymour Duncan pickups and a veneer top and binding on the neck and uh, and headstock and, and all this stuff. And so what an amazing deal for 500 bucks. The places they skimp are the places that we're not going to look. That's where you're going to cut costs, right? So what do we value more? What we value having a you know maple veneer and binding on it and the aesthetic stuff we have some value in that we value the pickups getting upgraded from some stock or some no-name pickups to 
dunk a design or seymour dunk that's valuable for us we value silver uh nickel silver frets to stainless steel frets we value upgrade we don't know like me most of us don't know anything about the different gradations of quality in nickel silver frets so therefore we don't have the ability the knowledge to value it so these guys aren't going to disclose it and they're not going to put value into the guitar in that way because it's not something sellable if you've got guitars 800 bucks and one's 900 bucks and i'm looking at the spec sheet and i can't see the difference but it turns out the difference is that one's got the highest possible grade nickel silver you can get on the frets and this one has the crappiest that's something i can't see and it's something that that guitar the more expensive one's not going to sell well because everyone's looking at that going why is that more expensive i can't see the extra value probably wouldn't be 100 bucks more but even if it was 20 bucks more, no one's going to look and understand why that wants 20 bucks more. But if we knew about this, we'd know. And you know what? We'd find out because we'd all buy the cheaper one and we'd have a bunch of fret problems. That's what I've noticed. It can be that significantly different is that you can have a bunch of fret problems versus zero fret problems within the first year, two years of playing. And you're going, well, hang on a minute. Nickel silver. Nickel silver is just nickel silver. Turns out nickel silver is not just nickel silver. There's different gradations of quality and i think a whole bunch of guitars even in kind of a mid-price range are using not a good quality um but it's super variable because most of the time actually most of the time with my experience with inexpensive guitars is there's no problems with the frets early on there's no problems with that they don't they don't wear out super early so uh it's a bit of a just um dark spot in our knowledge we don't really know i can't really feel like i can comment on it about what most companies are doing actually or what they're not doing because we don't know and that's kind of my point so that's just a thought that i had would you like you know having this conversation and listening to this would you like in the future to know not just whether a guitar has nickel silver or stainless steel frets would you like to know about the different grades of nickel silver to know what they are and then to know what kind of grade or what kind of quality is in silver. I do know that I have a guitar where the frets were super early on it. And this is where I start to realize, oh, this has got to be like a lower grade because I didn't play this a huge amount. It's not even on a part of the fretboard where I was playing this particular guitar, a particular amount, a huge amount. And it wore out faster than anything I've ever seen. And the frets just seem to wear super 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 quickly no matter what i do and i go okay even though this is roughly the same price as this other guitar clearly this one guitar with the frets wearing out quickly has frets made of, of a much lower quality nickel silver and i did notice that there was a greenish tint to some of them uh where they, where they faded ridiculously quickly and doing a little bit of research apparently the higher quality nickel silver has more uh zinc and other metals in it and less copper and the fret material that is of a lower quality is to a much larger extent copper is maybe going to be like nine you know 85 90 percent copper that's going to be the cheaper stuff the fact that this has got that greeny aging on it i guess that's what this is that i've got these frets on here and then just says nickel silver like anything else you don't know and then uh like i say we're in the dark on it and that means we end up with a problem where we think we know what we're getting we think we know you know it's just nickel silver or it's stainless steel turns out not and you've got this kind of greeny aging on it happening ridiculously quickly even though i'm taking great care of the guitar i would guess that's what it is it's super cheap so we're getting sold something of uh 
of an unknown quality. There's an unknown element on the guitar on the spec sheet. Um, and just as a guitarist, I think it'd be super useful to get that fixed because, you know, like that's where I most mostly have been is an inexpensive guitar region. The, another, one option would be just to go with a really good builder or a really good high-end guitar and it's going to have the good quality fret wire on it. Another option is just to go stay in the steel. But not all people are like that. And I think for when you're younger and you're a beginner and this, all this information is super helpful, it'd be really good to know that there's that stamp of quality on certain nickel, silver frets and others. It'd be really good to know. And then if how much you value that, you can change it. If you never want to do fret work, you value that more and then you're willing to pay more for a guitar. And I think it'd be good for the, the brands in, in some ways because then they can, like everything else, like with pickup upgrades, like with other material upgrades, it's another way for them to gradate these all these guitars they have coming out at every price point. You know, why is that Squire worth 120 bucks more than this one? They look pretty much the same. It's still a Strat shape. It's still Squire, still made in the same factory. And you go, well, okay, there's a finish on it. And maybe we spend a bit longer on the pickups and maybe it gets a bit more attention in QA. And this one has the slightly high grade, you know, nowhere nickel. So, but you know what I mean? They could even do marketing it up a little bit this is just nickel silver this is just nickel silver this is the patented nowhere nickel silver whatever they want to do whatever would make it work for them. but i think there's a way that brands could work this so it'd be advantageous for themselves to gradate their build and say hey this one's got the better quality fret wire so there's steps you know it's not just the good and then the really good guitar or like the average guitar entry level guitar and then the really good guitar in everything they do, these brands, as they release more and more guitars at more and more price points, they love to find more and more ways to gradate them. You know, there's a slight difference between this and this, and that's how we're able to sell a guitar for 420 bucks, and another one for 475 bucks, another one for 510 bucks. You know, all these different gradations of all these different guitars are very, really quite close to give a price points. This would give them another way to to work on that gradation and say, hey, I went for this one. I spent 50 bucks more because I wanted the slightly better fret wire because I don't want it to wear because I don't like doing fret work. There you go. Just a thought from me. Maybe it's a complete waste of time. But I think if you're going to say the difference between stainless steel and nickel silver, I think we should start putting the, the, the quality of the nickel silver, if that's possible. I don't know a lot about this. I don't know how possible it is to measure that. I don't know how easy to access that information is for anybody i don't know if it's really out there so if it is though i I would love to see that put more on on the spec sheet of guitars and disclosed by brands and manufacturers because it it makes a huge difference it's a pain when you've got a guitar that you assume will have the same quality as fret wires as another guitar you have and and that's just not the case you've got frets wearing out when you didn't want that to happen and that's not something you can tell in the shop because if it happens in six months you're not going to be able to figure that out playing it in the shop for for a for a little bit so i'd love to see it um i'd love to hear what other people think if they think they'd like to hear more about this if you already knew about this if you have a way around this um do you assume a more expensive guitar will always have better quality for it why have you had experiences to go against that i'd like to hear what everyone else thinks on this so anyway that's just my random thought for today see if it's useful i'd love to hear if people have dissenting opinions or can go hey no you're wrong doesn't work like that i'd love to hear it because this is something i'm getting interested in because it affects us it changes the playability of your instrument changes your enjoyment levels of your instrument so it's kind of important man this is not just a little fiddly nerdy spec thing um and it's down to whether you enjoy that or not this is kind of fundamental to if you're enjoying your instrument and when it's affecting lower price instruments then to me it, it can be an even bigger problem because it's affecting beginners and it's affecting people who are just getting into the instrument and you want to make it enjoyable and easy for them and if frets start becoming rough after a while that makes it harder for them to learn like they're not going to play so 
I don't want to see this. I'd like to see this information disclosed myself. Like I say, if I'm wrong, if I've kind of got something inaccurate on this, let me know. But um, yeah, I'd like to see more of a conversation about this at least. Um, I'm probably going to ask some builders about this and then get some more information on it if I can, because I think it's something that's catching my attention right now, like I say, because of my own guitars. So that's my little thought for today. Um, I will leave you off with the music suggestion of the day. Every single episode we have a song or an album or an EP or something for you guys to go check out. Usually some kind of guitar music because that does make sense, but sometimes not. But today is a track that makes really cool use of affected guitar, heavily affected guitar. A guitarist who is an absolute master of using effects and is an absolute master of crafting really interesting songs with actually very diverse range of um, influences of genre across his career now. And he's been hugely influential in a great number of ways across a great number of musical projects, whether that's from Terramellos to his work with Death Grips to other stuff with Zach Hill, etc., 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 all of his solo stuff. And this is, of course, Nick Reinhardt that I'm talking about. And his latest project is Disheveled Cuss. And I want to recommend a song off the debut self-titled record from Disheveled Cuss. And that's track number seven, Oh My God. I think it's a cool way into this. It's got a almost yeah dreamy and to me there's almost an element of creepy in there as well but an element of upbeat as well it's a really interesting confluence of different tonal elements in a song but as always even if it's not your kind of music check it out for the guitar work check it out for the guitar work it's a great use of interestingly affected guitar that isn't just totally zany or totally avant-garde or totally experimental it shows you how you can layer different affected elements of guitar to form a beautifully structured and really nicely produced and layered track and how you can open up the versatility of the guitar using interesting effects to really fill out a track and really build songwriting elements and not just go crazy avant-garde as much as I do like that myself. So it's a good one to check out. Have you ever seen a bunch of these weird effects from Earthquake or whoever and gone, wow, how would you even use that? I think Oh My God is a good like gateway drug to seeing how some guitarists use these crazy effects in a more avant-garde way, which Nick Reinhardt definitely does on a bunch of projects, and as songwriting tools and as aids for creating um, awesome, beautiful tonal landscapes. And I think Oh My God is a great track to introduce that album, uh, to introduce those, all those elements, really. So go check out the whole album from the Chevrolet Costco. Buy it. You know, artists are struggling at the moment. If you can't afford to buy music, obviously it's not an easy time for any of us right now, but... Um, you know, if you can support artists, uh, go do it. It's it, it's 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 so it's a track that you can go check out on streaming platforms and stuff. So that's great. So you know, it, if you do, if you're not able to pay or you want to check it out first, it's there for you. But uh, obviously, we should be supporting one another and supporting artists at this time as much as we can. Uh, they've all had like a bunch of tours cancelled. This album came out, and I believe had had a whole bunch of tours tall stuff planned for it and that was right in the middle of this year so right fuck this year right i think we can all agree on that um but you know what just forget all that just go enjoy this track and go enjoy some cool guitar work as a guitar person which i assume you are otherwise you've stumbled across a completely worthless podcast um for you in particular probably for everyone else too but for you man you really fucked up okay so that's everything for today Thanks for stopping by and I'll catch you again tomorrow.